Welcome to Dog Save the People, a podcast about how dogs make our lives better. My name is John Bartlett, and I'm your host. I am so excited to introduce you all to Nina May, our new European correspondent for Dog Save the People. Back in September of 2019, I spoke with Nina on the show about how her dogs helped her through her mental health struggles. She is also the creator of Wonder Dog Magazine, a publication telling inspiring stories around the rescue community. Nina will be talking to some folks in Europe for us, and we're so excited for this first episode of hers. I'll let Nina take the floor to tell us more about today's guest. Thanks, John, and nice to meet you all. And I am so excited to be the new European correspondent for this podcast and to share stories from across the pond. Here's a little bit about today's first guest. While Nick Poulton had been closing himself off from his feelings and the world, he and his family got a puppy after he left his corporate job. That dog, called Otto, ended up lifting a weight off his shoulders and resetting his perspective. And it was only because of that they started attending the events of Dudes and Dogs, a mental health well-being initiative for men that's based around the very simple idea of guys going for walks with their dogs and opening up about their feelings. Hi Nick and welcome to Dog Save the People. We are so happy to have you here today. Now before we start talking about dudes and dogs, I'd love to hear first of all about your relationship with dogs. Did you grow up with one? Do you come from a doggy family? Yeah, I grew up with an English setter called Holly and I was about seven when my parents got her. Nothing but happy memories and and then you know my parents have always had dogs so when I grew up and left the, the family home, it was always nice to go home and, and uh, see them and, and the dogs they had. Can you tell me about how your current dog came into your life? My wife, Laura, and I had been talking about a dog for a number of years. I was probably pushing more for it than, than, than Laura initially. And then when our son, Casper, um, grew a bit older, he became very interested. He's a real animal lover. He, he kind of sided with that, yes, we should get a dog. We got wind of this, this uh, litter a Hungarian wirehead Vichler. And um, so Casper and I had the opportunity to actually go and meet Otto. And then we, we went to uh, uh, on a family holiday actually to Sweden for a week. And Casper and I came up with a strategy just to relentlessly talk about the puppy until Laura caved in and showed her the photos. It didn't take much, to be fair. How has your son's relationship been like so far with Otto? I have to say the, the bond between Casper and Otto is, is, is incredible. In fact, I would say... Otto really looks at Casper as his real kind of bond in the family. I mean, I think he has an absolute adoration of Casper and Casper of him. And there's something beautiful about that child and, and young dog kind of scenario. That's, it, it is just magical. And, and because I think Casper's an only child, I think that bond is even more special or more important for both of them, really. You know, this morning we had a downpour of rain here. And we could hear Casper get up and he went shuffling off downstairs. And um, we thought, what's going on there? We heard the dog barking, we heard Otto barking. And then we, we heard the back door open and we looked out and, and they were just going for a walk in the rain in the garden with an umbrella. And they were just so happy together, just wandering around, Casper talking to Otto, Otto kind of yapping at him. And yeah, beautiful. Oh, that's great. Yes, I had a dog as a kid and I was also the only child. And I think not having siblings definitely enhanced the bond even further than it would have been. But what about for you? How did things change in your life when Otto came into the picture? 
you know, I'd been used to getting up, brushing my teeth, getting in the car and driving an hour and a half to London and working a 10, 11 hour day, getting in the car and driving back and then having dinner, then brushing my teeth and going to sleep. 10 years of kind of commuting in a car. I did very little kind of active physical um, fitness as such. And so Otto joining us, which would have been in the autumn of 2019, after the, the kind of corporate life, Laura was at work and Casper was at school. So I kind of spent my days with him all day, every day. And what he did was force a kind of a pace of my day that I need to allow an hour, an hour and a half in the morning to walk. And then in the evening as well, I suddenly just realized how quick that kind of 10 year period had gone and how much I'd missed of, of the little things in life that are good for you. I had closed my eyes to by focusing on the drive to the office, the work at the office and the drive home. With those walks also comes a kind of a mindfulness, as people refer to it these days, of space, nature, my body and my mind. It just felt like, an ama- like a weight lifted. Well, speaking of getting up and exercising with your dog, could you please tell me about the Dudes and Dogs program? It's a men's mental health and well-being uh, initiative. Men in general are not very good at talking about how they feel. In fact, we're pretty awful at it. And so the idea is literally to create a safe space where a, a walk host or dog dude, a trained dog dude, can create that safe space for a number of uh, men to turn up with a dog or dogs. And you set off on a walk and you talk. And it sounds really simple. And it sounds like, what's the big deal with that? But actually, for guys, that's a huge deal. Going to meet other men that you don't know um, that you're not linked with through work or, or friendships, to talk openly is a huge deal. I can really imagine that it's not easy to open up to strangers about your inner thoughts and emotions, even when it's supposed to be in a safe space. So did you feel intimidated at first when you went on these walks? You're talking here to a social introvert. The thought of going to walk on a Saturday morning or Sunday morning with a bunch of guys I don't know uh, about my feelings, I, di I can't even, going back two years, I'd, I'd have said no what no why would i do that i first heard of uh, due to dogs um i saw a post i think on social media and straight away it resonated just because of my own kind of journey i was going through with i guess my awakening or reawakening to myself through my dog and and the walks we were having and the time we were spending together but it's it's pushed my comfort zone and never left without feeling better for doing it so what do you think it is that allows these gatherings to be a space for that kind of conversation? When you're walking with guys, it's much easier to open up because you're not in a kind of a sitting across a table from them in a, in a kind of a body language where you, you could be too feeling too exposed. You're next to each other, looking ahead, looking at your dogs, and actually that lack of eye contact takes the pressure away. What it does do is it unlocks real kind of honesty You can be talking about some very serious stuff, but then you can next minute be laughing because your dog's doing something silly over there or bounding up and wants an extra treat for doing absolutely nothing or, 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 or two dogs are playing. And, and, and that's, the, that's the beauty of what they bring is they add that level of safety and, and it's okay, you know, because it can feel like a big step for, for guys to, to join these walks. And we always say, you know, you come, come and see what a walk's about. You don't have to speak. You can just listen. And I, I would say, visibly, you can see guys, their body language shifts after they've been walking for 20, 30 minutes uh, because they realize it's safe space. There's no judgment. Yes, I think that dogs certainly help with that as they're always so 
unjudgmental towards us and unconditional with their love. Yeah. So you've become one of the dog dudes who leads these walks. How did you get involved in that? Our founder is a guy called Rob Osman who lives in Bristol. And I reached out to Rob um, and showed my interest in the whole initiative. I offered to get involved as a, as a dog dude if he ever thought I was the right fit. I got my training uh, last year and as dog dudes we go through a series of kind of training programs um, with Rob and then once we've gone through those we are offered the chance to be mental health first aiders. Now a mental health first aider, think of it exactly the same as a physical first aider but it, it is literally for mental health. So It trains you in the different kind of mental health conditions that exist and the different symptoms that can be associated with those. And yeah, I started my walk in South Oxfordshire in September. And I, I say this hand on heart, Otto, he's 50% of this. If it wasn't for Otto, I couldn't do it. If I'm nervous, if I'm not feeling great, we turn up and he, he's there with me. It just gives me an extra level of confidence and, and purpose. So as a lot of it is down to him. Now, obviously, you took the chance and it paid off and you saw how great it is to do this. But what have you noticed in hesitancy of other men who are still unsure about taking the leap and joining in? We have to remain realistic that after decades or centuries of actually men being discouraged from doing this kind of thing and opening up, suicide is also the biggest killer of men under 45 in the UK. And when you think about that, that's just incredible. That is, a, that is a shocking thing. Well, Nikki mentioned it. It's a huge or the biggest killer, in fact, for men under the age of 45 in the UK. But I have to say, as a woman, I was a few years ago also suicidal. And I found the first steps of talking to someone both so difficult because yep. you don't really know who you speak to or who you should speak to, who you call, all those things. But then also once you do make that first step, it's so liberating. It's not going to be a light switch moment, this. This is going to be a slow burn, but it's about sticking to the, the cause and slowly but surely helping guys. And if you can help one guy and they mention it to another guy who then mentions it to someone else, that's great. So if people are interested, where can they find out more about the organization? Dudes and Dogs is on the kind of regular, all the regular social media outlets, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. The website is www.dudes n the letter n dogs.co.uk so dudesanddogs.co.uk fantastic nick thank you so much for your time today and i wish you all the best of luck and that the mission will grow thank you i really enjoyed speaking with nick today and i think dudes and dogs is an amazing initiative and it's so important dudes and dogs fills a gap in the mental health system because it is free and it's a gentle way it's got no pressure about it anyway so much for me back to you john to take us home it was great to listen to nina talking to nick about dudes and dogs and i absolutely love the idea hopefully they can expand across the pond and create a new york chapter so i can join as well i'm also excited for nina to keep speaking with her other european guests and sharing their stories as our new correspondent Thank you for listening to this episode of Dog Save the People, a podcast about how dogs make our lives better. This show is a production of As It Should Be, a production company and content studio. It is made with the support of executive producer Scott Benaglio and our producer and editor Jack Summer. 
Special thanks to our composer, Daniel Lampert, for creating the music for the show. You can follow Dog Save the People on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you like the show, please leave a review. Please consider signing up to our monthly email newsletter on dogsavethepeople.com. On the website, you will also find show merch in our gift shop, including shirts from our Tiny Tim Rescue Fund, My Foundation, where profits go to supporting independent rescues and shelters. You can also follow us on social media on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. If you have any questions or submissions, please drop a note to the email address of bark at dogsavethepeople.com. New episodes come out every Tuesday, so see you next week for another episode of Dog Save the People. Enjoy a walk with your dog outside and make it a great day for both of you. Thank you.